Welcome. You are listening to the Better Together podcast with Callie and Rosario Picardo. We take on topics involving marriage, ministry, parenting, communication, relationships, and other subjects that our listeners want to hear more about. Welcome back to the Better Together podcast with Callie. And I'm Roz. We're so glad you're here with us again today. And we are diving into the topic of work and jobs. How do you get the job you want when maybe you don't have the experience yet or you don't have the resume yet to get that job, but you know where you want to go? How do you get there, Roz? Yeah, I I think it comes down to thinking big but starting small and so i remember really when i was in seminary um, the thing that i did was intern at local church and so when i interned at the local church level it gave me a taste for preaching and teaching and every facet of life in the church so i interned while i was in seminary and then i even interned in college as well and so got to experience weddings and funerals and those types of things. And so that interning piece was more of a on-the-job training and then having that reflection time period with a mentor or, in this case, the pastor that was supervising me and really asking me, what did I see? What did I hear? What did I observe? Those types of things. And so the intern piece is important. And so you can do this at any age really, but thinking about the type of job that you want to have, what is it that attracts you to it and how do you rub shoulders with the people that are already doing it? Now, were those internships paid or unpaid? They were unpaid internships, so they they were not paid. Um, And so oftentimes the experience in and of itself is really valuable to us and we can't turn that down even if we don't receive a paycheck. So again, getting those experiences really are able to then put you forth when you're having interviews or even on a resume. So you were interning while you were in school and you were also working too, correct? Correct. So I was I was working a job and then um, when I was about to finish seminary, the first job that I got in the local church was as a custodian. And so of course, that was great on the job training and God taught me more in those moments waxing the floors and vacuuming the carpets and you know cleaning the toilets than anything else and i had to start at some place and so that's where i started and then lo and behold i started preaching once a month as the associate or as the associate pastor um, but god just opened that door for me to be able to do that and so i was cleaning and then i was preaching once a month And then you were doing some volunteer work as well with the youth that got you some experience as well, right? Yeah. So even though it wasn't an affinity that I had, um, being, you know, a youth leader, I served there as unpaid and really wanted to gain the experience again of every facet and life in the church because I knew eventually that I would be a pastor. And so whenever I had the opportunity, to preach or teach, even though I didn't want to do it, I would always say yes, because I knew that I needed the experience. 
That's great. And sometimes those experiences help you know what you want to do and maybe what you don't want to do. I know for me, I thought I wanted to teach when I grew up. Um, when I was starting to look at colleges, I was going to go and be a middle school math teacher. So I was looking at education programs. I was looking at math programs um, or schools that had a combination of those. And I'd done some one-on-one -on -one tutoring as a volunteer. But then I did a volunteer opportunity, again, unpaid, but just where I was serving in the community where I was helping a group with ACT prep. And when I was in that classroom environment, I quickly realized I don't like classroom management. I hate classroom management. I want to teach people who want to learn. But the reality is, if you are a teacher, classroom management is what you've got to do first before you can even begin to teach. And so I started doing some wrestling and realizing maybe that wasn't quite the direction I wanted to go. But that experience was invaluable because it helped to get me on the path to the place where I did want to go. For me, I knew that teaching was something that I wanted to do at the more college or seminary level, not as a full-time vocation, but... Hopefully not with as many classroom management issues yeah, once you're dealing with adults. Right. And so um, one of my friends was a professor at Asbury College and would bring me in to guest lecture. Well, then we started to dream together and then we co-taught a class the following semester. And today, now I'm teaching pretty regularly online. And so... It was a progression in my calling, but again, it was having the experience, building the confidence and just saying yes at every turn. And in some ways that was a side hustle for you. I know um, sometimes people want to go a certain direction, but they know they can't make enough in that area to make a living off of it. So they will... Um, moonlight with another job or side hustle you know they'll have their full-time job but then in the evenings and weekends they'll um, do some things on the side uh, maybe they're starting their own repair business where they're picking up their own stuff on the side or maybe they're doing some writing on the side or you know whatever it might be some graphic design you know I've known all sorts of friends that have wanted to make that jump to doing things um on their own, maybe starting a business, but, uh, they needed enough income to pay the bills and have food on the table. So they did it on the side for a while first before they made that leap. And so that can be a way too to start testing things out. And sometimes you do a couple of those gigs for free or for cheap for a friend, but then that's a reference that you can use as you go into the next job. Because often, especially if you're working for yourself, people will ask for references or look for reviews online to see if you really are trusted by others. You know, and if you if there's something that you want to do career-wise or work with a company in the future, uh, there's nothing like possibly interviewing people and asking them, you know, informally, uh, what they like about their job, what they don't like about it, what skills does it require, or education level, what is it like in the real life grind? Because a lot of times we can have a grandiose vision of what, you know, a certain position or occupation is like, and it might not match up. And so having those informal interviews and befriending those people are really important. And if you do really find that job or that company or whatever it might be, it could be a possible way of, you know, finding someone to mentor you along the journey and seeing really what you need to sharpen in yourself to be able to get your foot in the door. How do you find a mentor? How did you find mentors along your way? 
I, I would say it, it's people that are, you know, farther ahead of you, but not too far ahead where you can't relate to them either. And so there's a level of humility. Uh, there's a level of fruitfulness as well. Uh, they've accomplished things in their life by God's grace. Uh, they're people that you want to emulate, people you have great respect for. So that that's what I had looked for is humility and people that have actually done something in their lives and have really have been successful. And so looking at that and then people that have the time that they're willing to make the time for me and something that, you know, I had to seek out. And so if you want a mentor on the journey to maybe a job or getting into a company, then you have to really be intentional about it. And that's what to look for. And you have to also be a good mentee. I know Roz and I, when we look, if someone asks us to mentor them, we look for three things. Um, it's basically, are they fat, faithful, available, and teachable? If we're saying yes to mentor someone and they're not faithful to show up when we set a time or they aren't available and making the time or doing the work that we've asked them to do, you know, I've had... When I've had a mentor, sometimes my mentor has said, okay, we're going to read this book together. And I knew because that mentor was sharing the gift of her time with me, I needed to show up prepared, having done the reading, having questions to ask and follow up from that. Um, and then are you teachable? So are you willing to change your own behavior? Or do you just want that person to tell you what you're doing is great. Keep it up. Well, you don't enter a mentor relationship to stay the same. You want to grow. So being open to correction, open to ideas, open to change, um, hungry to learn more, uh, helps in that mentoring relationship. So I firmly convinced that there is maybe a job that you want or that promotion, and we would advise you to go for it and then see also what it requires of you. What is it? What additional training or confidence that you need to gain or skill level that it's going to take uh, because you know anything worth the pain in life is going to produce fruit and so one of the things you can do to find out is is those informational interviews like Roz talked about that's actually how I got my job when I moved back to Kentucky I moved back in 2008 and I'd been working in finance in Memphis I was doing in investment banking and I knew a that I wasn't gonna be doing investment banking in Lexington because there were very limited options for that there um, but B it was in the middle of a great recession and so there weren't a lot of finance jobs but I got connected through different people. I said, hey, who do you know in finance? Hey, who do you know in finance? And I got people I know to help me set up an informational interview where I was not asking for a job, where I was really seeking the opportunity to learn from that person. I just said, you know, hey, I am have a background in finance and I'm trying to figure out what I want to do next. Would you be willing to share 30 minutes of your time with me where I could come and ask you questions about your job to figure out what I might want to do next. And A, people do love, if they're passionate about their job, they love sharing. I mean, people generally do like talking about themselves. Um, that's most of us do. We like sharing. But um, I would come in with intentional questions ready to ask. I would have my resume ready. Um, and at the end of that time of asking them questions about their job, you know, what do you love about your job? What's hard about your job? What type of person does well in this field? 
um, I would say, hey, would you mind if I left my resume with you? Do you know anyone else I should connect with um, as I'm in this journey of exploring? I'd share a little bit about me, but my goal was primarily to listen. And at the end of one of those informational interviews, the person who was I was interviewing said, you know, we could stand to hire someone. They weren't advertising a job, but because of making those connections, a job opened um, that I ended up holding for six years until we moved to Ohio, and I loved it. But getting out is a great way to get out there, connect with people, but also figure out what you didn't want to do. One of the informational interviews I did was um, with someone in the restaurant business because I love food. I love people. I thought, well, maybe I'd want to own or manage a restaurant one day. Well, as I did that informational interview, I realized, oh, people in this are giving up their evenings and weekends. So they are getting a lot of people time, but not with necessarily with the people they're closest to. And I realized, I think I'd rather save my evenings and weekends for the people I love the most and look for a career that was primarily daytime, weekday work. So that was something that was important for me, but I found out through an informational interview. So we're going to wrap up, but please know we want you to go after your dreams. In fact, uh, we challenge you to go after your dreams, those jobs that you've been wanting, that promotion, whatever it may be. And we pray uh, that you take the necessary steps to get out of your comfort zone, have those informational meetings, talk to those people that you need to have conversations with, sharpen those skills, and ask God to open doors and don't be afraid to knock on doors. We're praying for you on the journey. God bless. And thanks for listening to the Better Together podcast. Hey, if you like this, share it with someone you know and join us back next week. Take care.